Hi friends, welcome to the fourth and final episode of Where Do I Start? My name is Haley Mueller and this was my first solo podcast as a student here at Maryville University. I am so grateful for this opportunity to get to share my thoughts with you guys and thank you so much for allowing me to do so. This truly was so much fun. It was my hope that this podcast would help be a guide for you guys when it came to starting your adult lives. I hope I was able to serve as your big sister with all of the been there, done that advice that you may or may not have asked for. I am currently two days away from graduating with my Bachelor's of Arts in Communication here at Maryville University, and I could not be more excited. As I neared the finish line of this chapter of my life, I've come to realize how crucial having some sort of post-grad prep is, which is what I wanted to help provide for you guys. While my goal may not have been your goal, I hope that you were able to still learn how to prepare for the life that you want for yourself, whether this is your first semester, semester at Maryville or your last. Episode four is going to be all about planning a wedding in college. This topic isn't likely gonna be as relatable as past episodes, but with college students being those from age 18 to 70, getting engaged may fall into your college career. And so that being said, if planning a wedding is something you're currently doing or see in your future or are interested in doing at one point of your life, you may be wondering, where do I start? I got engaged in November 2020 in Nashville, Tennessee. It was honestly the biggest surprise of my life and I didn't expect it at all. When I was planning the itinerary for me and my now fiance's trip, because obviously planning an itinerary would be something I do, I mentioned wanting to walk across Nashville's famous pedestrian bridge, which was also famous for proposals. And obviously I kind of hinted at this with my fiance because I've been wanting to get engaged since I met him five years ago. And he kept telling me that it wasn't gonna happen and it was too soon and that he had another plan and blah, blah, blah. And so that Saturday when we're in Tennessee, we get to this bridge and we start walking down it. And I see a man that looks a lot like my fiance's dad. And I think, huh, that's weird. And I turn to tell my fiance, you know, hey, look at this guy, he looks exactly like your dad. And he just has this look on his face and he's like kind of red and I'm like, oh crap, it's happening. So we keep walking and then I see my fiance's mom and then I see my grandma and then I see my sister and I just started bawling. And so long story short, my fiance got me and it was such an amazing moment that I'm obviously never going to forget. I still to this day don't know how he managed to get my extremely non-spontaneous family to agree to drive to Nashville that morning to surprise me, but he did and he's just such an incredible guy. And weddings are usually planned in the span of a year to a year and a half. And me and my fiance knew we wanted to get married in September. We're both, we both love fall, so we wanted a fall wedding. But we didn't want to wait until September 2022 to give us that more, you know, normal time span in terms of planning a wedding. And so we buckled down and we decided to plan for this September, which meant after everything kind of got settled and the shock of the engagement was over, we only had about 15, oh, excuse me, definitely didn't have 15 months, 10 months to plan our wedding. 
So that being said, I have learned so much about it's, what it's like to plan a wedding, not only because of COVID and the short time span we allotted for ourselves, but just in general, I wanted to share my top three pieces of advice for you guys when it comes to planning a wedding that you may have to do one day or want to do one day or don't want to do one day. It's up to you. And so step one, make engagement photos a priority. This sounds so dumb and so random, but it is something that I hugely regret. So we got married in November and over the span of the couple of months, we did not, I guess we didn't schedule our engagement photos until March of this year. And while people take their engagement photos at different times during their engagement, it was definitely something that I wish I would have prioritized more because when it came to buying my save the dates, I was unable to have a photo to put on there to kind of announce our engagement. I, was, I didn't have any photos to put on social media to kind of make our engagement official. And I, I had nothing to kind of show for it. And while some people don't love photos and that's not something that they are super obsessed with, it was definitely something that I wish I would done so much sooner. Because again, my, my save the dates, they were super plain. Using a photo that was taken on an iPhone was not not high quality enough and it was just it was a bummer and it's definitely something that I regret doing and wish I would have done in November or December and again if this isn't something that you're interested in doing don't it's a lot of money and you really need to take the time to research a photographer that you not only think is a good price fits into your budgetary concerns but photographs and edits in a style that you like so for me, I really like kind of dark, darker edited photos. And so I researched and it took me forever to find a photographer and which is probably part of the reason why it took me so long to actually schedule our photos. But when I found her, I knew she was perfect. She was decently priced. We paid $300 for a three hour session, which I honestly don't know if that's a good price. I've never taken professional photos before, but it worked for me. And so, if that is something you plan on doing, taking engagement photos, I would prioritize it and make that one of the first things you do. So for the rest of the wedding planning session, that is something that you always know you have, whether you want to put a photo on your save the date, whether you want to put a photo on your invitations. I ended up purchasing my invitations the same time that I purchased my save the dates. And the save the dates go out about four or five months before the invitations because they were running such a good sale. And so if you know that you wanna put photos on your invitations and save the dates, you'll be able to get those all at once and not miss out on sales. So keep that in mind. And then my second piece of advice is focus on your style in terms of your wedding dress, your venue, your reception decor, all of that. I have a very simple, minimalist style, and that definitely shone through when it came to the venue I picked, the wedding dress I picked, the decor that I've purchased, and at the beginning, I compared myself a lot to Pinterest boards, to friends that were actually getting married at the same time I was, and I wor was worried that because I had a more simple, minimalist style that I looked cheap that I looked too plain, that I looked like it wasn't a wedding. And I want you guys to know that your wedding does not have to be a great Gatsby event. It doesn't need to be all sparkle and glitter and champagne bottles popping and firecrackers and all of that. Stick with your style. And something that really stuck with me because I had purchased my wedding dress and it's, it's plain. And I purchased it and I got a few comments that, oh, it's really simple. 
and that hurt my feelings. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, what well, should I have gotten a wedding dress that was, you know, this big glitzy ball gown and totally outside of my personal style. And I read on this wedding blog that you should absolutely 100,000% of the time choose a dress that really is you because you are risking six months down the road when your wedding comes not liking that style anymore because it was so outside of your your realm your vibe or you risk 10 years down the road not loving it and that's not something that you want you don't want to love you don't want to dislike it before the wedding you don't want to dislike it after you always want to love your wedding dress and the one way that you can ensure that is going with your style going with your gut not forcing something because you feel like you need to be big and extravagant for the wedding and same goes with the venue we chose a very simple barn venue and a lot of people were like wow we expected you know an industrial space or a crazy elegant ballroom but that's not me and that's not something that I wanted to reflect when it came to my wedding I wanted everything to truly be me and when I say me I mean me and my fiance should probably change me to us we wanted it to reflect who we were we're not a flamboyant couple we're not over the top glitzy glam couple we're simple and that was something that we wanted to really put into every element of our wedding even again our save the dates our save the dates were very simple we didn't have a photo to put on there to begin with and we got a few comments from family members that were oh they're very plain and i think that plain should stop being a bad word simple shouldn't be a bad word it should be yeah you know they're not over the top but they do the job they're my style they're elegant they're pretty and if you stick with that with every single portion of your wedding from the groomsman attire to the wedding dress to the decor to the venue to the cake to the food and that have that kind of simplistic or if your style is over the top and you keep you have an over the top dress an over the top venue and you keep that consistent over the top invitations then it'll really shine through and every element of your wedding will be something that you absolutely endure, adore. So don't let people convince you that, oh, it's your wedding, it's the one time you get to wear you know, a wedding dress, go big. No, go with what you love, go with what you want, and don't let people force you into something you're not comfortable with. I promise you, you won't regret it. And then my final step, step three, is save money where you can. For me, this kind of circles back to advice number one. I didn't get, I didn't put engagement photos on my save the dates because that would have made the total about $100 more. Save money while you can. If you don't think your save the dates need photos, don't put a photo on there. Just because people think there, there should be one doesn't mean there has to be because it makes it about $100 more. Invitations, you don't need a photo on there if you don't want a photo. Decor, you don't need to buy crazy expensive decor Facebook marketplace is a really great place to go to find used decor and if it doesn't necessarily match your color say you want you find these awesome candlesticks but they're gold and you want silver spray paint them silver there are so many DIYs and little tips and tricks that you can do to save so much money when it comes to your venue so much money when it comes to your dress alterations a lot of time if you go through the wedding dress shop that you purchase your wedding dress from the alterations are so much cheaper so it's really important to consider all your options don't just choose something because you want to get it over with because saving money where you can is so 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 crucial and you may be lucky and you may have some, you have somebody helping you to pay for your wedding but a lot of people don't and so it's so important to consider these options 
right, thank you guys so much for joining me for my final episode of Where Do I Start? I had so much fun getting to chat with you guys and get to tell my own stories and I genuinely, genuinely hope I helped inspire you guys on your journey to adulthood, whatever that may look like. I want to wish you all good luck with your future endeavors and thank you so much again. Bye friends. Thank you.